If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Wednesday on the show, and you know what that means. we got a lot to get into today. AW Dynamite is tonight. we get a full lineup for the show. I get a chance to talk about my favorite show, NXT, which was a pretty good show last night. And, of course, you know, CM Punk back in the news again. Through Dax. Dax appears to be his mouthpiece. Talked about him on the podcast this week and a number of other issues as well. We got the Raw ratings for Monday night. This is the Raw after the Raw after WrestleMania. And so this is closer to what the numbers are going to be moving forward. And it was back to largely normal. Although it did have an odd viewership pattern, which perhaps in some ways has to do with daylight savings time. As usually when this happens, the second hour ends up always doing better than the first hour. And the second hour did a, a great number. And the first and third hours were largely largely the same, uh, believe it or not. So we'll talk about that. Ray Mysterio, talking about his son. He is willing to put his mask on the line in a, in a uh, match with Dominic Mysterio. Mask versus hair. And my God, has his son got a glorious mullet. And I actually have an idea of how this whole thing could end. But we can talk about that today. Brian Cage is re-signed with AEW. We've got notes on Gable Steepson. Of course, the uh, world-famous NXT report. And plenty more. We may or may not have a guest in the final segment of the show. It is being worked on as we speak, in fact. Because uh, this is this show is sometimes like Raw. Actually, this show is like Raw on Monday, where, you know, something goes wrong. And, oh, we got to try and change this and change that and see how it goes. So we shall see. But we're going to play it... By ear, as they say. And we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? 
Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi is not here today. He is still ill, and uh, that'll be interesting for tomorrow because uh, tomorrow I will not be here because I will be traveling. And so uh, hopefully uh, he's okay to do the show tomorrow. Otherwise, no show tomorrow. But I will be going solo here today until the final segment in which I will be joined by our special guest today. Rocky Romero has been confirmed for the show. We'll be talking New Japan and a lot of other topics as well, which will be a welcome break from everything else that I have to talk about here today. But first off, AW Dynamite is tonight. And this is the lineup for the show. 
We have got Powerhouse Hobbs defending the TNT title against Silas Young. New match added there. Riho and Sky Blue, who has just signed with AEW, will be facing Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. Chris Jericho will be facing Keith Lee. Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland. Orange Cassidy defends the AW International Championship against Buddy Matthews. John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli will be facing Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. And MJF's presence is mandatory in Milwaukee here tonight. So he will be there to set up whatever they're doing at the next pay-per-view, which appears to be a four-way with all of the pillars. So that is the lineup for the show tonight. Not appearing on Dynamite tonight, to the best of my knowledge, will be CM Punk. Although he is back in the news, because according to Dax Harwood, it says here at WrestlingObserver.com, CM Punk misses wrestling and wants to return. Harwood spoke about Punk during an episode of his podcast released on Wednesday. He also expanded on his previously released comments regarding Punk and FTR versus The Elite as a potential main event for All In at Wembley Stadium. Harwood said, The reason that I am fantasy booking The Elite versus CM Punk and FTR is because outside of Roman Reigns, and please correct me if I am wrong, outside of Roman Reigns, and maybe this is not including like Brock Lesnar or Logan Paul or whatever, but outside of Roman Reigns and maybe Cody Rhodes, the biggest name in professional wrestling right now is CM Punk, right? Definitely the biggest name in AEW. So if we want to take AEW to the next level, if we're here to work for AEW, if we're here to make professional wrestling better because of AEW, the way you do that is to take the biggest star that you have and one of the biggest stars in the world, and you put them on the card and you make money with them. On top of that, I will say that I talk to Punk almost every day, and Punk misses wrestling. That's your headline. Punk misses wrestling, and Punk wants to come back. He wants to give back to the fans. He wants to give back to wrestling. So I will leave it at that. And then, of course, there's more here about uh, the whole CM Punk situation. But, you know, I guess we'll see what happens here. But uh, there was another headline that I saw today. Where is it? I'm going to find it here because I want to make sure that I don't have this. I'll make sure that I don't have this wrong. Because that, of course, you know, you don't want to make people upset because you had something out of context. So I'm going to make sure that I find it here. But anyway, uh, until I do, you know, you ever had a message board that you own and the thing won't open? Yeah, I'm dealing with that right now. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select reported today that Punk has communicated to AEW that he wants to come back. Punk has outlined numerous scenarios in which he had returned and expressed, quote, a willingness to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. So according to Fightful, and this is a direct quote, he has expressed, quote, according to Sean Ross Sapp, quote, a willingness to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Okay. I don't know if I'm the only one that remembers the circumstances of what happened over All Out Weekend 
But if I recall correctly, there was a media scrum, and CM Punk went in there, and he got very, very angry at a number of people, including the EVPs of AEW, which would have included at the time the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And uh, and he got a lot of, of anger and vitriol off of his chest. And then he left, and he went to his locker room. And the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, with the AEW attorney, went to the locker room to speak to him. And, uh, and CM Punk attacked them, and a giant fight broke out. I mean, I have not heard one single person say that any of that is not what happened. I mean, that's that's what happened. CM Punk started a fight with them. A large fight broke out. And then everybody else, you know, there were people involved. There were people that showed up later. There were people whatever. And then CM Punk and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they were all suspended. They were all suspended. And then the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega came back. But CM Punk has not come back because he tore his triceps, and so he wasn't able to come back anyway. So now... CM Punk wants to return, and he, according to this report by Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, has, quote, a willingness to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. So he is willing to work with the people that he attacked. That's what you're telling me? That's nice. So here's the other thing that, uh, I mean, it's clear I mean, Dax says that he talks to CM Punk every day. He talks to CM Punk every day. And M and, and CM Punk wants to come back and he wants to to make everything better, okay? I have not heard one word from the side of, of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks about them wanting to work with CM Punk. If you watch the AEW All Access show, I mean, you can see that the whole situation, everything that happened with All Out, is is not something that is is sitting well with the elite. They weren't happy with what went down. In fact, Matt called it like the worst six weeks of his entire life, or something of that of that nature. So we have we have no evidence, publicly or privately, that I've ever heard that the elite wants to work with CM Punk and FTR. I mean, if, if there is, I mean, I'd be happy for someone to share it with me, but I've never heard a peep of anything indicating that they are willing to work with CM Punk. Which begs the question, why is is Punk and, and FTR, why are they pushing so hard for this match at Wembley? That, I mean, it seems to me there's practically no chance of this match happening so what is the point of pushing so hard for this match that's my question so anyway that's the story he's willing to come back and i suppose we shall see what happens down the road but uh clearly this is a very heavy push to return and cm punk is is i mean he's able to return to the best of my knowledge i mean uh, he tore his triceps in in September, so he should be he should be good to go. And at this point, the fact that he has not been released from AEW tells me that the chances of him returning are probably pretty good. 
I do think he's probably going to come back. But anybody who thinks that he's going to come back and, you know, the Elite and Kenny Omega are going to be doing this big six-man and it's going to be a big main event coming up at Wembley, I mean, you know, we've done these predictions show before and people are often wrong, but I would I would strongly predict that there's not any chance of that happening. But I suppose we will see if they continue to push that as they have been pushing it and pushing it and pushing it for quite a while now. And it's it's uh, a big question as to why they're doing that. So, anyway, we got more news after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. 
work. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. See, I got to turn off the chat here. That's fine. I got other things to talk about here today. And a lot, in fact. So we had the first Raw after the Raw after WrestleMania, which ended up falling back to normal levels after the giant post-WrestleMania Raw number last week. 1.82 million viewers at a .59 in 18 to 49. Was first on cable, highest rated show on all of television since the top network show, American Idol, at a .56. Raw beat American Idol. Ratings pattern notable. Because for some reason, the first hour was unusually low. Then there was a huge jump in the second hour. And then it fell again in hour three. Third hour, almost identical in viewers to the first hour. But it was way ahead in the key demos. So uh, hour one, 1.76 million viewers. Hour two, 1.96 million viewers. They basically had 2 million viewers in the second hour of Raw. And then fell again to 1.73. So whatever it was that uh, that impacted that first hour... Or bumped the second hour. I don't even know. I mean, maybe it was, uh, I think the Cody promo was uh, a good portion of that second hour. I could be wrong. But anyway, interesting ratings pattern there, but uh, largely back to normal. So the big question will be Friday's SmackDown, which uh, Friday's SmackDown in 18 to 49 did the biggest 18 to 49 number. I don't even know how far back you'd have to go to find that number. The actual. The actual last time it did that was, I think, December of 2020 when SmackDown aired after an NFL game that did some crazy 14 million viewers or something like that. So that's not even a fair comparison. Like, in its normal time slot, with with you know no fantastic lead-in, whatever, just a normal show, they haven't done that 18-49 to 49 number in years and years. We're talking pre-pandemic was the last time that they did those numbers. So... SmackDown rating on Friday will be interesting to see. Rey Mysterio willing to put his mask on the line in a match against his son. He was on Impulsive with Logan Paul. And he said, maybe if I put my mask on the line against his hair, which is some lucha culture, if I lose, I take my mask off. If he loses, he shaves his hair. That might be interesting. Rey was then asked if he think Dominic would be willing to agree to such a match. And he says he talks a lot of crap, so why not back it up? And uh, he said there were no plans in place for that match, but he would pitch it and said, I would challenge him straight up. So I was thinking about this whole feud, and it's a father-son feud. And if you if you built this up for a long time, and, you know, the story is supposed to be that the Judgment Day and Rhea, they're all using Dom. So... If you could do this kind of similar to the way that they sort of turned Sami Zayn babyface before he actually 
broke away from from the bloodline where you know you start to to feel some sympathy like he's still a heel but you're starting to feel some sympathy for for Dominic and you build up to that that big Rey Mysterio Dominic mask versus hair match it's like the big finale blow off you know you could do it at WrestleMania or whatever and you know the idea is i think people would figure that you know Rey's going to beat him and shave his head or whatever but instead you do this this dramatic match and you know Rey you really portray him as a guy who you know he is 48 49 years old and he's fighting so hard but man it's just not looking good for him and then you know something happens in the end and and Dominic ends up winning but like he beats him clean you know maybe you know the judgment day tries to throw something in for him to use but like he looks at his father and he just can't do it and so he throws it out of the ring and then he pins his dad clean and then you do the deal where Ray you know he's standing there and it's time to unmask and Ray takes his mask off and his son Actually, you know what? It's just like the end of Return of the Jedi. His son sees his father's face for the first time in years. And he sees his father's face and he just he just breaks down. It is his dad. And he breaks down in tears. He's crying. Ray's crying. They do the big hug and they're reuniting and everybody goes absolutely nuts. And then Ray takes the mask and he puts it on his son and that's the end of the storyline there i think you could do something like that i think you could make it work i think it'd be a great finale i mean you would have a deal where like you know for the rest of his career everybody would know what dominic looked like because it's not like he got the mask you know he'd be getting the mask later on in his career or something like that or you could do a deal where you know like uh uh santos escobar he comes out and raises masks but then takes it off for the match or whatever there's a lot of ways you could do it but you know that would be a, a great finale I think for the end of this Ray versus Dominic feud here, and I'm sure Ray would be more than happy to do like a legit, real unmasking. Because the one in in you know the WCW unmasking, it's like nobody wanted him to do it. He didn't want to do it. The wrestler didn't want him to do it, and it was just Bischoff, you know, insistent that he do it. I mean, this would be Ray's unmasking to the guy he wanted to on his terms with his storyline. I think that'd be a an awesome ending to the story. Well, I guys, I got to do a quick NXT report. We don't have time to do the full thing. I know people are upset about that, but too bad. Just a couple of things to talk about, actually. So, uh, I will do it quickly. We had Carmelo Hayes coming out for a promo. They're doing a four-way in the main event, and the winner gets Carmelo at the next show. We had uh, Keanu and Fallon backstage, and they're all upset with each other, and, you know, Briggs shows up and he goes, where's Brooks? He should be there for the match tonight. And Keanu says, he's not here. He doesn't want anything to do with you guys. So it's Isla Dawn and Alba Fire versus Keanu and Fallon for the tag team titles. They're doing the match. All of a sudden, a truck flies in. It's the Virgin. He shows up. He makes his way down to the ring. First thing he does is he grabs Fallon's purse, or Keanu's purse. He tries to throw in the ring, and Fallon's like, no, get that thing out of there. She throws the thing back. They start yelling at each other. The ref catches a virgin. He tells him to get out of there. Brooks is, Briggs is like, what are you doing? And the virgin shoves Brooks on his ass. And then, of course, Fallon's distracted. The voodoo ladies hit their finish. They retain the titles. And then Brooks carries Kiana to the back. So now she has turned Brooks. She has turned the virgin on the fornicator. 
And that's where this story is is going. He's now, uh, I don't know if he's going full heel yet, but they've they've definitely done a split here. Chase Hughes in the ring for the Duke Hudson celebration. And in the middle of the celebration, up walks Braun Breaker. And he says, you know, there's a fatal four-way uh, number one contenders match tonight. I keep asking why I'm not in the match. Well, this belt means nothing to me. It was a curse on my career. So you know what, Duke? You can have my spot in the number one contenders match tonight. So Duke accepts, and then Braun ends up spearing Andre Chase. Duke grabs his trophy that he got, and he just flees. And then Braun desecrates a Chase U flag. We had some video packages. Pretty Deadly got attacked by Stax and Tony D. Eddie Thorpe beat Big Body Javi. Damon Kemp watched that one, so they're going to do a feud. Tiffany Stratton and Sol Ruka. I mean, a lot of people talking about this match. I thought the match was fine. I mean, some people talking about this being a great match and that sort of thing. What they did was literally, and this I, sometimes I say this is like I'm being sarcastic, but they actually did a gymnastics routine in this match. They hit the ropes. They both did a tumbling pass next to each other. They go to shake. Tiffany boots her. They kept it simple. A lot of holds on the mat. Tiffany finally hit the rolling fireman's carry. BME got the pin. It was a competently executed, totally choreographed match. But, uh, I mean, there was nothing nothing wrong with it. It was it was fine. Diamond Mine promo, where they've uh, finished up with Tatum Paxley. The Creed's challenge Gallus for the titles next week. And they vow to be ringside for Joe Coffey's match. We had a Tiffany promo where she noted Indy Hartwell remains the most beatable champion ever. We had Cora Jade coming out for a promo. Ended up getting in a brawl with Laya Valkyra. And they uh, go back and forth. It was not a great segment. It was a lot of talking. They both sounded like they were reciting a memorized script. I mean, it was, um, I mean, they built up a feud, but I cannot say that this was like a, a great talking segment between these two. It was, it was, seemed very, very rehearsed. Von Wagner, Verzelia Dragunov. Dragunov just beat him. Hit him with the falling forearm. The torpedo got the pin. So apparently Mr. Stone will be walking away. And then Dijek showed up and teased a fight with Dragunov, so that's the next feud. We had the debut of Tank Ledger against Joe Coffey. And Tank Ledger is the first NIL recruit to debut for NXT. Kind of looks like a young Hugh Morris. And, dude, as much as people were talking about Tiffany Stratton and Sol Ruka, Tank Ledger, for a first match, this guy was good. He looked great in his first match. And granted, he's in there with Joe Coffey and everything, but his offense looked good. His selling looked good. He didn't rush anything. It was well-paced. I mean, he looked like, you know, a Braun Breaker, a Tony D, a guy that just gets it. And I was very impressed with him. He got beaten, but uh, a very impressive debut for Tank Ledger. And then uh, the main event was Dragon Lee, J.D., Duke Hudson, and Grayson Waller, number one contendership. Very good four-way. And uh, this Grayson Waller dude has got heat with this this crowd because JD's in there, Dragon Lee, they're doing all these great spots. Duke Hudson, I mean, this dude's comeback was awesome. And then finally, Dragon Lee hits a bunch of moves and hits a big sit-out powerbomb on Duke Hudson. He goes for the cover. Grayson rolls in, hits the rolling stunner on Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee bumps out. Of course, Grayson Waller steals the pin. And even though we see the same finish... In all of these multi-person matches, someone has the pin, somebody else steals the pin. Dude, when this Grayson Waller flew in and hit that move and he made the cover, these fans were furious. 
and he got the pin, and so it's Carmelo Grayson at spring breakout. Overall, solid thumbs-up show. And coming up next, a solid thumbs-up dude, Rocky Romero, here on Wrestling Observer Live. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi here. Not feeling well today. But we will get him back here, hopefully, uh, in the next couple of days. But we are pleased today to be joined by Rocky Romero, who is joining us for the first time in a while. 
And uh, Rocky, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm glad that uh, it worked out and I was able to make it. I can't believe it's been six months. That's I don't believe it. It does seem hard to believe. Second. Like I feel like the last time you were on, it was it was allegedly six months. But I think this this Skype log it must not be accurate because I don't think it's been that long. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So we got some big shows coming up this weekend. Two New Japan shows. We have got the April fifteenth show, which is Capital Collision in Washington D.C. And the April 16th show, which is Collision in Philadelphia. And tickets are available for both matches. You can go to uh, both shows, njpw1972.com. And uh, a lot of big matches, including the main event for the 15th, which is Shelly and Saban versus Fletcher and Davis versus Tanahashi and Okada for the Strong Openweight Tag Team Championships. And uh, interesting, Rocky, we've got the IWGP heavyweight champions now challenging for the strong openweight tag team titles. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of a crazy dream match of uh, obviously all three teams being involved. Uh, You know, the only ones that have never won gold is, you know, Tana and Okada. And maybe this will be their, you know, big opportunity to finally win some tag team gold. Now these uh, these shows, both of them, I presume, are going to be tapings for uh, for this New Japan Strong, the new New Japan Strong. Is that right? Well, it's live on Fight TV. There's a bundle pack that you can pick up for uh, for both nights, or you can, if you choose to do it a la carte and go each night, you can do that as well. Uh, but yeah, eventually they will be, uh, t- you know, they will air on New Japan World as the new New Japan Strong. Uh, version of that so but it'll be some time down the line you know within you know maybe like a couple yeah. months or whatever so. yeah the the uh so the the show in in san jose ended up on on uh new japan world but it, it, it got broken down into a number of different shows and i think the uh the sh- the, sh- the episode that had the filthy tom homicide match I think mm-hmm. just aired last week, so you know it'll be it'll be a couple of months before all of these end up being available. But uh, so if you want to watch them, you know this weekend, Fight.TV. But if you've got a a subscription to New Japan World, you will be able to uh, watch those as part of the new Strong as well. And uh, and tell everybody a little bit about the the new New Japan Strong because it has uh, evolved into something different. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, there's there's not a, exactly a weekly television show, kind of like uh, how we were taping uh, the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, we've now broken it down into more of a pay-per-view structure. And then after the, it airs live, you know, live as a pay-per-view event, it'll be broken down into different episodes, usually about two matches per episode, uh, two to three matches, depending on how many matches are are on the card fully, but um, but yeah, and then but that'll be broken down. Like I said, it'll air two months after ish or so before you know. So if you want to watch it live, you got to watch it on Fight. Uh, if you want to watch it later down the road, once you you know everybody already knows the results, you can do that too. It, it's a part of your New Japan World subscription, and uh, you can enjoy that anytime. And we got a couple of uh, title matches both nights as well for uh, the April fifteenth show. The uh, the IWGP Television title is uh, is going to be on the line. Filthy Tom Lawler is going to be facing Zack Saber Jr. 
for the world television title. And, uh, of course, the main event is noted as a strong open weight tag team title match. And then on night two, there is a number one contenders match. Uh, there's going to be a couple of these. Uh, this is a tournament. Lance Archer uh, will be facing Juice Robinson. And the ultimate winner of the tournament is going to be facing Kenny Omega for that title. So uh, several title matches between those two days. And uh, I guess we should talk to you about all of the other matches in the show. What are you looking forward to in terms of uh, top matches for both nights? Definitely looking forward to Zach versus uh, Zach Sabre Jr. versus Filthy Tom. I mean, that's like, you know, if you're into grappling, I mean, that's kind of like a, a dream match that's never happened before that I'm super excited about. Uh, and uh, I'm also looking forward to Eddie Edwards challenging Kenta for the strong openweight championship. That should be super good. I mean, obviously, there's like a, a ton of history between the two back in ROH, back in uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. So to kind of see them battle it out here in a New Japan stage is kind of crazy. So, uh, you know, as a, as a big wrestling and Japanese wrestling fan, I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, the opener that I'm in is pretty nuts as well. It's uh, DKC, Clark Connors, Chuck Taylor, Leo Rush, and myself against Kevin Knight, Gabriel Kidd, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, Volador Jr., and Kushida. So, I mean, you've got New Japan, you've got Impact, you've got AEW, uh, you know, CMLL all involved in one match, which is kind of a, a, a kind of forbidden door match, I guess, if you want to want to say that. So that should be nuts as well. Uh, Ishii versus El Desperado. I mean, that's like one of the best matches that uh, New Japan produced during the pandemic. So finally get to do it in front of, you know, a, a great cheering crowd in, in America. So that should be insane as well, because those guys both deliver each and every time and should be hard hitting. And, uh, and just wild, especially like, you know, those two together. Uh, there's a lot of great chemistry between those two. Uh, David Finley versus A.R. Fox. Kind of another kind of crazy matchup. You know, A.R. Fox has been killing it in AEW and Ring of Honor. And uh, Finley ob obviously has, uh, you know, complete attitude change in joining the Bullet Club. And he's had a lot to say over the last couple of weeks. And I'm, like, curious to see how that is you know once he gets to america and especially in front of you know the dc crowd uh to see how they react to to david finley and everything that he's been basically saying you know so uh yeah it's gonna be a heck of a night and uh it's gonna be a lot of great matches and i'm super excited you know you uh you mentioned the forbidden door aspect of the match just because people from so many different uh promotions are involved but you did not uh you did not tell us about the forbidden door booking aspect of this match in the sense that you and Volador Jr are feuding all over the place and all of these matches tie into other matches including I can't help but notice you have a lot less hair right now so uh what what's going on with uh with you and Volador up, here Where to bring that up Well it's it's, it's 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 a sore hey, subject You know what let me tell you something about sore hats. subjects. I shaved I shaved my head rocky because I put fake dye in it so that I could mock Vince McMahon in his pencil mustache on one show, and I couldn't get it out, so I had to shave my head. At least you had a match. <laughs> At least you had like a, a, a legendary match in which you shaved your head. That's not the That's worst amazing. way to do it. That's amazing. So what happened? <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, yeah. I see that happening. It's terrible, like, all right. Tom, I don't see that happening to you, Brian. Come on, man. Well, you know, I thought I was going to get one over on old Vince McMahon, but uh, that guy always has the last laugh, so. 
definitely yeah. does. Definitely does. Yeah, no, but uh, I've been, uh, yeah, obviously feuding with Volador over the last six months or so uh, in CMLL, a little bit in New Japan, uh, you know, in USA. And uh, yeah, this is just another extension of that. Obviously, he took my hair um, last month and in front of a, a, a sold out crowd in Arena Mexico. Uh, but yeah, Mexico has been awesome. You know, I mean, it's been a great experience. I'm definitely living my best life as a, as a heel down there and just, um, doing, I think what is probably my best work of all time. So it, it's been really, really fun for me and, and a, a breath of fresh air to, uh, to get to do that. I mean, obviously in like new Japan, things have slowed down for me quite a bit. Uh, you, you know, especially now where, you know, there's a lot of focus on, the next generation, you know, a lot. So, um, the, you know, definitely for guys who have been there as long as I have, it's just, um, it's just not needed, you know? So, but I still get to represent the company and go down to Mexico and, and wrestling, you know, in for our partner CMLL, you know, last year I was, uh, heavily involved in AEW, uh, and best friends. So, um, you know, maybe going into forbidden door that might change and I might switch over to AEW for a little bit. Uh, we'll see. You know, uh, definitely things are starting to slow down between Volador and I. So uh, it, it might be time to uh, to find a new home, a new uh, temporary home, at least. Uh, I, one of our I guess. Yeah, the question is, is I mean, how did this whole thing even start? I mean, I, I understand the partner companies, and everything like that. But did they did they approach you and say, hey, you know, uh, we're thinking of this thing with you and Volador Jr.? Or was it just kind of, you know, you decided to work some shows and then the idea, how did this whole, like this has been, a, we're, we're going on probably, what, five months now? Four or five yeah. months. I mean, the title change was January. The hair match was like last month, I believe. Right, right. But, um, kinda, you know, this has been going on for all, a while. Yeah, it, it kind of all started last August, really. Um, you know, CML contacted me kind of out of the blue and said, you know, Hey, we would like to book you for the, uh, the CML world grand prix show, which is like Mexico versus the world basically in this like crazy, like one like tournament match where there's like, I don't know, it was like eight versus eight. And then there, it's an elimination process, kind of like survivor series style until there's a winner. Um, the whole match was like about an hour or so. Um, and it kind of started with that, which I couldn't believe because obviously the history between myself and CMLL, I wrestled there 20 years ago. I wrestled against Volador in like a high profile feud uh, back then and then came back in 2009. They gave me a new gimmick called Grey Shadow, did not get over. It was a complete bust. So, um, you know, I was kind of like barely surviving in CMLL. And then I got the offer to jump to the rival AAA and I did that and it was obviously like a big deal. So I never thought I would ever step foot in a CML ring ever, ever again. Uh, there was a lot of heat on me there. And uh, then I got the call out of the blue and, you know, obviously New Japan and CML working together, you know, for so long, I guess, you know, we kind of, it was water under the bridge and uh, they invited me down. And so I just kind of went right back into where I was the last time I was there pretty much. And, you know, I, I, I targeted Bolador Jr., started talking mad crap. And uh, I guess they picked up on it and saw that there was definitely something there and there was like a money angle there. And, uh, and then they just went for it, you know, and they gave me the opportunity to, you know, wrestle against him. You know, like there's a big cliche in, in uh, Lucha Libre where 
uh, after a match, somebody might challenge somebody for an extra fall, you know, and it usually yep. never happens. So in Arena Mexico, that was kind of the the start of it. Uh, Volador, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Volador asked for an extra fall against me, you know, after the match had ended. The commissioner said yes, which they never do. And uh, we wrestled for about another four minutes and ended up pinning him. And that's kind of where I got the uh, the title shot from there. In January, I won the belt, the SEMA World Historic Welterweight title. And uh, I'm just kicking butt as a champion going all over the place and defending it. And uh, and then, yeah, that led to the hair match eventually. I lost, as you can see. And uh, now we're, uh, he's trying to gun back for my title. So I, I told him, if you can beat me this weekend, you can pin me. I'll give you a, I'll give you a title shot. So we'll see. Just it's just incredible having having followed wrestling for so long to to just hear all of this. Like like CMLL when they held a grudge against somebody, it's like in the old days you would never be back. Like there's no chance you would ever be back. And you end for up sure. coming back to the position you're in. And now you've got the the Philadelphia match, which is going to play into another CMLL match. It's it's pretty incredible. But stand by. Back in a moment, talk more about uh, New Japan Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Rocky Romero joining us. So we should mention, got two shows coming this weekend, April 15th and 16th. We have got Capital Collision, Washington, D.C., April 15th. Door 6 p.m. Eastern. Fight.tv will eventually be on New Japan World as well. Collision in Philadelphia, April 16th. Pennsylvania, the old ECW arena, now the 2300 arena. And in talking about these these shows, we should mention that uh, the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sanada, as well as Tetsuya Naito, both returning here to the U.S. for the first time in a long time, Rocky. And uh, what else can we look forward to here? Yeah, it's going to be a great tag match. Hiromu, uh, Takahashi, and Tetsuya Naito teaming against their former stablemate uh, and now IWGP heavyweight or world heavyweight champion, Sonata, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. So it's kind of the first interaction uh, in the ring between, you know, Sonata and his former stablemates. So that should be super, super interesting. Um, and you know, we're, I was just kind of looking over the card for Philly. The main event in Philly is insane. It's Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tomohura Ishii, and Leo Rush against Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and TJP. That's going to be nuts. Uh, we've got Tetsuya Naito, Hiromu Takahashi versus Kenta and Chase Owens. And we've got Orange Cassidy making his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut going against That's Gabe right. Kidd. And if he wins tonight... Uh, Orange Cassidy retains the title. It will be a AEW International title match. Wow. Well, there you go, everybody. Rocky, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Thanks for showing up on short notice. And uh, check out the shows this weekend, everybody. they got packages available on Fight. And, uh, of course, if you're in the area, you can grab tickets as well. April 16th, April 15th in Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So, Thanks so much, and we're out here, everybody, Wrestling Observer Live.